<clears throat> All right, I think we're rolling. I think we're getting started here. Let's just wait for confirmation. There we go. What's going on, my dudes? How's it going? It's been an eventful week. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, amazing week, guys. Amazing week. I'm in a house, no longer homeless. Your boy is no longer homeless. I got a home. I got a sick job. Um, I'm in a new city doing new adventurous things, and I already have a big loving group of friends and a beautiful big church that has welcomed me in with a warm and open welcome warm and open arms and uh jesus is just working and flowing through me <laughs> it's just so great i don't know i'm just so happy and loving and friendly and everything's just hilarious and um yeah everything's great <laughs> so i wanted to fill you in let's start as always by uh um just covering the basics you know faith loyalty hope keep those things three things in the front of your mind um in the back of your mind just in your mind at all times do those three things and your life will just improve. You'll be happy. <laughs> the fear will be gone. You'll be proud of your accomplishments. Um, you'll see your personal relationships improve. Um, you and your life, your personal relationship, your appreciation for yourself will, will improve. And you'll just start feeling the blessings and the love just raining down from God. And um, I can't advocate just following those three things in and, in and throughout your day. And um seeing the positive results that come from it. Again, fear, loyalty, hope, those three things. Um, we're going to be talking today about fear, <laughs> almost the opposite, fear, anger, and despair. Uh, three things that can come from not having enough hope and enough, enough faith, and we'll get into it. But um, I think first I have to address all of the internet bullshit controversy that's been happening and just my new thoughts on it and what, hap what transpired and what happened. Um, on my Twitter with all the e-thoughts and the e-hoes and all that. Um, by the way, this might be not safe for work language. Uh, I should say that up front. Uh, <laughs> I should probably say that up front. Um, and send me questions and topics. If you're here in the chat room, uh, I see a couple people are. Um, send me questions, topics. I'll get to them at the end. I don't really pay attention while I'm talking. I kind of have prepared thoughts and um, things I have to catch you guys up on. <laughs> and then uh, I'll get to whatever you guys are talking about. And if there's any trolls here tonight, I'll uh, address you guys too as well. I uh, I don't ban the trolls until it gets to be a breaking point. Um, but let's talk about the e-thoughts and the e-hoes and the thirsty boys. Um, last week, I kind of just kind of just realized I'm sick and tired of like my social media profiles just being drenched with scantily clad women and just gross, desperate, attention-seeking women, um, pretending to be like, um, pretending to have talents, uh, pretending to be smart or interesting, and just kind of flashing their skin and getting men and my peers to just drool all over them. And I'm kind of over it. I'm kind of sick of it. I keep trying to like inspire my boys, my dudes out there to wake up and overcome this stuff. But uh, I can't save the world. <laughs> I'm not popular enough. I'm not influential enough to save everyone. 
So my theory last week was just to go ahead and block and ban everyone, um, block all the girls, all the gross girls and their gross boy followers that I think are just too lost to save and who are just going to not really listen to any kind of rational reason because they're too drugged out and porned out. And I uh, just went, kind of went through and um, uh, thanks, Bearded Trucker Bear. Glad to see you here. Thanks, my dude. Burning Tree Bear, thanks for being here. My bears are here. Thanks, guys. But so last week I made a couple posts kind of half joking but also very serious about how I'm just going to go through and ban and block all the just thirsty girl or thirsty boys drooling over all the e-girls and e-thoughts and um, kind of became a fun little game. I was kind of on my work breaks like <laughs> going through and just ban, 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 block, block, block. No, see ya, bye. No, you're not going to show up on my feed anymore. It kind of became a fun little game to do. But um, I ended up probably blocking hundreds of girls and hundreds of dudes. Um I gave some of my loyal fans and followers <laughs> some second chances. I sent them some funny messages, um, asked them to repent for their crimes <laughs> against humanity and made some public posts. They got some funny, you know, laughs or whatever. And that was kind of the point was just to be kind of funny and silly about it, you know. But the reality was I was blocking it and banning all these people. Um, and, you know, it was just all these gross girls, attention-seeking women, broken women, just women that aren't going to listen to any kind of rational reason and who I think are just kind of manipulating guys into doing, you know, giving them attention, money or whatever. And, you know, that was all last week and I'm making funny posts and memes or whatever. Ha ha, people are laughing. And that was kind of it. I kind of left it at that. I went through and bl bl band and blocked a bunch of people. I thought it was kind of funny. We all laughed together about it. And then I was going to go move on with my life. And um, Tuesday night was my birthday. So Tuesday night was my birthday and it was amazing. I've always had bad birthdays in my life. I've always had disappointing birthdays, traumatic experiences on my birthday. I've always hated it. And um, just kind of wanted to have a normal day, but I just kept getting rained and showered on with just blessings and love and just friends and f friends and family were just kind of really reaching out and going out of their way to really uh, show me support and respect and love and just really good, <laughs> really warm, warm, welcoming feelings. And um, checked out a new Bible study group on Tuesday night with a bunch of dudes, um, some, you know, some whatever, like kind of my crowd, like little weirdo dudes who are just good at heart people who just want to learn and love people. And um, they're very much they're much more knowledgeable about the Bible. So I'm kind of going and kind of being a fly on the wall and just kind of learning, learning their um, study group pattern and, you know, just kind of taking in knowledge about or taking a knowledge from them um, and their experience with growing up reading and knowing and understanding the Bible. And it was just so good. It's fulfilling. I'm learning things. I'm meeting new people. I'm meeting friends. It was just awesome. And that was before Kairos, this new um, worship big, it's in a big stadium in my church. It probably has like 2000 people, maybe not 2000, probably a thousand people in this big giant stadium gymnasium thing. And, you know, there's music, there's a really, really good band and a really good pastor that leads sermons and, you know, everyone's just singing together, loving together, praying together. And my friend group's there and we're all, it's kind of cool friend group. It was like a small group of friends that were, had been really tight knit, close friends, gone to school together, hometown friends. And then me and about six or seven other people have just been like thrown into this group. So this group was kind of like some friends, some quirky, weird, really, really cool, loving, awesome people. And now me and a bunch of other new people are in. So it was kind of really, it's been really fun. Like everyone kind of like, coming together and really joining up together like a Voltron <laughs> coming together and just making a super team of new, awesome, cool people. And, um, it was just so awesome, man. It was so loving and so great. And it's my birthday and I'm trying not to even tell people, but word just keeps spreading around and everyone's coming up trying to buy me stuff and give me gifts. And 
it was just real funny and friendly and loving. It was so awesome. And um, afterwards, we went to Chick-fil-A. It's my new thing in the South. I've never been to Chick-fil-A. And now we go all the time after this Kairos uh, worship night. And, you know, it's just awesome. It's just so great. Um, and I come home and I'm just bombarded. <laughs> I'm just bombarded with negativity and hate. Uh, apparently, I blocked some e-girl, some e-ho, and uh, she didn't like it. She really didn't like it. She responded viciously she made a bunch of uh twitter posts and she got all her little thirsty boy twitter followers to uh you know just to talk some shit name calling me like oh incel tiny dick oh let's try to hurt his feelings and i'm just so in a place of just being above it you know <laughs> just whatever dude <laughs> call me whatever stupid little names you want it was just so funny and i kind of left it at that i was like ah oh, haha funny whatever dude some you know and she's complaining because i blocked her apparently i targeted her and I'm crazy with demons and I sought her out and wrote all these posts about her and viciously insulted her and you know she responded by making all these videos and stuff so I just kind of left it at that like whatever dude I don't care I'm so above and beyond this I just kept her blocked I kept all her I actually went through and blocked some more of her little thirsty boy friends and that was kind of it um yeah, but then, so then the next morning, one of my friends sends me this video. I guess she made a video, and it was uh, pretty crazy. <laughs> it was pretty crazy, and she was, like, calling me crazy. I was, like, watching it, just being like, what is this? <laughs> this crazy bitch. And she's, like, calling me crazy, just being like, I'm above this. I'm above. I'm not going to go in on him. And I was like, dude, I don't even know who you are. Like, I don't even care about you. I don't know who you are at all. You're one of hundreds of girls I blocked, you know? I have no idea who this even is. But the, the reality I actually thought was funny was I could actually hear, like, Satan hissing. Like, I'm watching this video she's making about me. Just, yes, Satan just <laughs> trying to be negative, trying to, like, start some shit, you know? So I just thought it was funny. I was just like, haha, whatever. This is just hilarious. Um, let's spend 10 minutes making a funny video. So I made the funny video where I inserted and I kind of edited the hose mad video clip. I'm sure most here are familiar with that. So I took her clip where she's talking about me and edited hose mad and just kind of made a funny comment, kind of left it at that. And I probably shouldn't have done that now <laughs> on second thought. It was funny. I'm sure people out there saw it and got, got some good laughs out of it. Um, but it just caused way too much drama and all her little thirsty boys just started attacking me. And I guess she had fake accounts. She's like spamming me with bullshit and, you know, mock, trying to mock me and insult me or whatever. It's just insults. It's just dumb, stupid insults that probably work on, you know, weak little beta boys. But, you know, you're encountering a, a strong Christian man right here who doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> That's so much love and joy and positivity and friendship in his life that little insults from some random chick online uh, doesn't do anything. And so just whatever, I'm just kind of mocking her, making fun of her. And people are kind of responding to me like, why are you being so hateful? Why are you being so mean and hateful? And I don't get why you're obsessed with this girl. And I'm kind of almost like, like what? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? I'm like laughing. I'm goofing. I'm like, so like, whatever, just trying to ignore this. And it just kind of kept spiraling. And then all my friends and followers, maybe some people here in the chat just kind of kept piling on and dogpiling. And she kept responding and just kind of turned into this big, big back and forth, you know? And so by, you know, this was two nights ago when it started. This was all last night, what I'm talking about. And so by the end of the night, I mean, I really actually started feeling really bad for her. Uh, really, like, truly. <laughs> I mean, the laughter kind of, ha ha, it's funny. You made a funny video. Everyone's laughing and joking and memeing, whatever. And 
then it just really sunk in. Like it really just started hitting me hard. Like, man, my life is going so well. <laughs> it's going so good. Life is just so amazing. And she's clearly just so miserable, like, and sad and obsessed. And, you know, clearly she can see that like young men like me are waking up and blocking her and ignoring her, saying no to the booby pics and all that stuff. And, you know, just not hitting like on her pictures or her, like dumb little thoughts about whatever politics stuff. Um, you know, and she feels threatened. Her attention is probably going to start to dwindle. And she feels that the more, the more the weak little thirsty boys grow up and become strong, confident men, the more that they, uh, realize that their power and their hold and grasp over people is dwindling. And, you know, I just kind of felt bad and sorry. I just really kind of really, I don't know. I started having sympathy for the hoes guys. <laughs> I went from hating the hoes to mocking the hoes to just sympathy for the hoes, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, these people, these mutual people I kind of respected were kind of, you know, whatever. Some people call me hateful and it was just like, man, I don't know if you're confused or if you're just trying to like start some drama. Like, I don't really know what's up, but it's just this overreaction and this negativity and this anger and the dogpiling and all that stuff. It was just really hitting me, man. And uh, so, yeah, it was all funny at first. Um, but yeah, I, I realized eventually that she, the thoughts, the thirsty boys, um, they're just miserable and suffering and they don't, Maybe some of them need mockery. I mean, if they're going out of, the, out of their way to insult someone and mock you, maybe, you know, mock them a little bit, maybe, you know, slap them a little bit. But um, also they just don't need the extra attention. <laughs> That's what they crave. That's what they want. They want the drama. They want the eyeballs and the ears on them. And they're lonely and sad and they're seeking their pleasures and they're indulging and they're suffering. You know, they truly are suffering. And also it's not our place to judge them. It truly isn't. It's his. It's his place alone. He he'll, he will judge them now or later and later. And it's just our job to just move along. Just ignore them. Just truly block them. Don't mock them. Just block them. Move on. And so last night I actually prayed for him. I prayed for this girl. I think her name's Meowski. I'm not trying to be a little jerk or like dumb. I think it's Meowie or Mowski, Meowski or something. Um, I just did a little prayer for her. Really, truly, just I know she's probably had a rough past. She's probably been let down and hurt a lot in her life. And I just truly forgave her for her dumb little online insults and her little tirades and her little thirsty boys mocking me or whatever. And I just kind of truly forgave them and just truly just wished and asked on God to just kind of keep shining lights on them and keep leading them towards him because they do want his light. They are just lost and confused and Satan has a hold on them and Satan is working through their thoughts and their mind, making them fearful and angry and anxious and angry and sad and lonely. And honestly, they don't deserve it. And hopefully they can turn things around and hopefully um, just with prayers and thoughts and just, um, you know, just ignore them. Just let them suffer until they realize the light and they realize the ways and they realize that their wickedness is not their wickedness and their flesh pleasures and their <laughs> attention seeking is not making them happy. And eventually they'll start to uh, look up and ask for answers and maybe start, um, you know, reading the gospels and reading the Bible and, you know, maybe listening to audiobooks or something and just kind of getting the word and feeling the truth in their hearts and souls and time. And yeah, just in general, they will be judged. They are suffering. Don't pile on them anymore, guys. Um, pray for the hose. <laughs> Sympathy for the hose. <laughs>
<laughs> so that's all I'm going to say about that. I don't want this whole live stream to be that because I did have some good things prepared here. But overall, that's kind of what happened. It was kind of crazy there for a little bit. But um, overall, I'm just over it. And I have sympathy for him. And I'm praying for him. I'm praying for you. Praying for you, hoes. Get it together. <laughs> and you thirsty boys, stop feeding the hoes. Let them suffer on their own and stop suffering. Um, but yeah, that leads me to what I really wanted to talk about tonight. Um, truly, what I had planned <laughs> for tonight was uh, kind of what we've been talking about here in my church. And it's really inspiring me. And I kind of want to share some of my thoughts and opinions on it about what um, some of these gospel conversations and uh, biblical conversations we've been having around here and how it's just really been affecting me in my life. And I think it kind of relates to what I was just talking about. Excuse me, little burpy boy. Um, but I want to talk about Psalm 23. We're learning a lot about Psalm 23. Um, I had never even heard about this, guys. I'm so new to the Bible. I'm just so like, yes, yes, tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> yes, that feels so awesome. That's so right. That's so true. Oh, my God. I can't believe that's right. I can't believe I have not, I'm reading this for the first time just right now. What did I do for 28 years? <laughs> How much porn did I waste my life on the last 28 years? Um yeah, Psalm 23, I guess it's one of the more popular, famous Bible passages out there. I didn't realize that. I didn't know that. Um, I've obviously, I've heard the shepherd thing, the vague references to shepherds and green pastures, but we've really been diving deep into it and having really deep thought out, con like constructive um, discussions on it. And it's really been touching me in a lot of ways. So I wanted to share it and kind of share my thoughts about it. Uh, I'm sure you're all familiar with that. Anyone out there who's read the Bible, <laughs> anyone who's not a... <laughs> former degenerate heathen like myself who spent 28 years just being atheist dumb shithead um i'm sure you're familiar with this but i am going to read it for those like me who haven't psalm 23 uh and the old old testament says the lord oh yeah by the way i use christian standard bible we we're having a debate about which version and, and text translation to use but uh my church my southern baptist church here uses the HCSB, the Holman Christian Standard Bible, but it's commonly referred to as CSB, the Christian Standard Bible. So those are usually the translations I use, just to give you a heads up. Um, but I have no hate or ill will towards the other translations or the other texts or the other religions, um, as long as you're reading his word and understanding the truth of his works and his word, I think you're in the right place and headed on the right path. But... All that <laughs> ranting being said, Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I lack. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even when I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no danger, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And man, it's just such a deep and awesome and comforting passage. It's uh, insightful. It's inspiring. It's comforting. It's just packed such a punch. And we've really been diving deep into it. And I just want to share some of my thoughts here with you. Just the phrase, the idea that the Lord is our shepherd. I've always heard that a lot, but I never really understood it. I always thought it was kind of dumb and silly, but it really makes a lot of sense. Um, when you start to understand that we are sheep, we, these fallible human beings, these lustful pleasure-seeking, dumb, thirsty boys and EOs, <laughs> and, you know, drug-obsessed, sports-obsessed, politics-obsessed, fashion, material pleasure-obsessed people. We are just dumb sheep. We need to be herded. We need to be guided. We want to be together, but we also can be rebellious and stupid. 
we want to eat, but we can also just be led to eating poisons. We want to drink, but we can also go thirsty and, you know, kill ourselves by just being incompetent and stupid. Um, but we are the sheep. <laughs> and guys, that's not a compliment. Hey there. <coughs> oh, burpee boy and coffee boy. But uh, yeah, it's not a compliment, guys. Being sheep, <laughs> being sheep, and needing a shepherd to guide us to uh, green pastures and to water. Um, but we do need guidance. We do need protection, and we'll find it in the Word. You truly do find it in the Word. It's insane. It's so crazy when you start to just read the Bible for the first time, and you're like, "Whoa, I've been doing this all wrong. <laughs> I'm doing it all wrong. It's right here. It's clear. It's right there. Why?" Why did no one really teach me about this? I don't know why. <laughs> why did they keep this away from me? Um, but yeah, it's just true. I mean, we need we need to look somewhere for morals, somewhere for, for just understanding about the realm we live in, the world we live in, and the people and the interactions we have, and how to just be happy and do good things and be productive and feel fulfilled on this planet, have meaning and purpose. Um. The Lord is our shepherd. <laughs> He's the one that herds us together. He's the one that leads us, guys. When you truly understand that and lead and understand that and respect that, um, life really starts to fall in line, and you and the rest of the flock start to really go together to green pastures. He, the Lord, is our shepherd. He keeps the herd together. He feeds them. He keeps them healthy. He protects them from predators. He leads his flock to green pastures, even if they are through the valley of death. Life has challenges. Life has hurdles. Life is crazy and hectic and scary, and it can be cruel at times. It can be miserable and just dark. You can find yourself in very dark, low places, but as long as you trust him and you keep walking towards him, even in the darkest shadows of the valley of death. <laughs> I don't know. You're going to come out on the other side unscathed and clean and protected and fed, and you won't have thirst. Um, it's so wild. <laughs> it's so wild how true it is. Uh, but yeah, in general, I really, what I took out of it too was um, the idea of the rod and the staff. Um, the rod was like a weapon that a shepherd uses to fight off predators and also keep the, the rascal sheep in line. <laughs> Any stragglers, you know, like chuck a rod at them and uh, hit them in their hindquarters and get them to, you know, stay. <laughs> but the rod is a club used to fight off enemies and or punish the disobedient. Um, God is love, but God is also wrath and he will show it and he will keep you in line. And if you're willing to accept that, He'll lead you to the green pastures. Um, we're dumb sheep. We need to be kept in line. <laughs> but we also need to be protected from Satan. We need to be protected and shown how to be protect, how to protect ourselves from the enemy, from the, those evildoers out there. And the idea of his staff, um, if you can picture the staff, it's a long stick with a hook on the end. And the hook is used to rein back in wanderers, anyone wandering too far from the pack, leading some of the pack astray with them. He'll grab him like a hook, like a, like Sandman on the Apollo, or you grab the hook and yank him off stage. Just grab that neck and pull him back into line with the rest of the herd um, if needed. Um, and it's also a shaft that uh, shepherds will touch, almost like an extension of themselves. They'll lean and touch a sheep gently and softly with the end of his with the end of his staff. 
and it actually comforts the sheep. Um, any scared sheep in a in a flock, any weirdos, <laughs> any <laughs> any little babies that need just kind of like an extra sign from the alpha that he is he is there and he cares. Um, use the sta- they use the staff to just kind of touch them and give them that acknowledgement, that little extra bit of comfort. And it brings a whole new meaning to that whole passage when you think of that. I mean, God is love. He is wrath. He will keep you in line when you're straggling, when you're when you're wandering off. He'll also fight off predators if you call upon him and you trust in him to do so. And he'll come for you. He really will. And when you truly start to read the word and live the word and you keep the faith and you be loyal and, you, <laughs> and stay hopeful, you start to really see it. It stops being words on a page. It stops being just like a word that your pastor when you're in middle school makes you memorize. Um, it really starts to be a true meaningful thing and you start to see the re- see and feel the reality of the situation and just that it's all true. It's so wild that it's so true. Um and yeah, in general, our, our only job here is just to stay close to the shepherd. Like that is just the goal. Just stay close to the shepherd. Trust in him. Know he's there. Know he has a plan for us, even when times are tough, even when things are mysterious. They don't make sense. Um, you want to rebel. You want to wander off. You want to just, you know, go eat the forbidden fruit. You want to go find uh, temporary pleasure somewhere and indulge yourself and seek happiness um, on your own. Just know that when you stay close to the shepherd, you'll find the right path and you find the right way and you're led through the darkest of valleys. And he will watch over us, guys. He will watch over us. So I want to just read it one more time just to, after that little explanation, just to kind of refresh your memory here. If you aren't one of those kids raised in a church where you, they made you memorize this passage. But again, Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I lack. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even when I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no danger. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And what I really want to talk about today, guys, after covering that little bit, Kind of what I've been thinking about is um, just in general dealing with anxiety, loneliness, and despair, something I used to really struggle with, but something that now that I'm staying close to the shepherd and trusting him and having faith in him and walking beside him as he leads us through dark times to the green pastures, um, I just don't even have it anymore. I mean, I'm being attacked by ehos and trolls and all this stuff and all this negative anger and energy. And, you know, a year ago when I was in a lost and broken place, when I was addicted to my lust pleasures and you know, just not a good, confident man, um, lost and wandering in the wilderness on my own. I would have caved. I would have, you know, reacted to negativity with even more aggressive negativity. Um, I would have just led myself to dried grass, dry, dead grass and not the green pastures. I would have found, you know, empty streams and empty, empty creek beds instead of um, flowing streams. And um, I'd wonder why. And I would hate God because of it. <laughs> I would blame God for my despair and my anxiety and how lonely I felt all the time, even though I had fake friends and phony family members all around me. Um, I just always felt lonely. I always found myself in despair and he truly helped pull me out of it. Just reading his word and understanding his word and giving in and um, truly repenting for my sins and 
truly asking for forgiveness and forgiving others in my life for what they've done to me, the crimes and ills they've done to me and towards me. Um, oh, hey, what's going on? Man. Oh. I'm doing something. Oh, I got <laughs> 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's my boy, my coworker right here. Uh, but when you... Um, <laughs> first interruption live stream. Coworker. I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm live streaming this at my work, so I got coworkers coming in live. Um, um, but yeah, just when you truly just start repenting for what the wrongs you've done to yourself and to others and in his name, and when you truly start to forgive others for what they've done to you, and you start to ask him for forgiveness for what you've done, it's crazy how loving and fulfilling and just how much blessings are rained down on you how your heart's just filled with love and joy and how much the negativity and the anger just doesn't even affect you. It just flows out of you. It just flows through you like a wind blown through a ghost or something. I don't know. Um, it's wild. It's wild, guys. So if you, if you are struggling with anxiety and despair and just always depressed and feeling lonely, pick up that Bible and start closing your eyes and praying and you might as well try it out and see how see and get back to me on how much you improve. You have nothing to lose, guys, if you are struggling and you don't know where to go and where to turn. Um, look up. Truly just look up and start reading and take it from me. You will find comfort in the shepherd. You will. Um, walk through the valley of death confidently and optimistically. Your alpha, the shepherd, will guide you to the green pastures if you trust in him. The plan he has for you and the struggles you will face can seem harsh or mysterious or even unbearable. But he will bring you into the light if you keep walking through the darkness with faith, loyalty, and hope. Your trust in him will be rewarded in time. And it's so true. I don't know how many times I'm going to say that, but it's just so true, guys. Um I also wanted to read this passage before I start to kind of wrap up and then answer questions and stuff. Um, this one just an interesting passage we covered in a Bible study group. Um, I had never read Samuel before. <laughs> I had no idea what the context was. Everyone else in Bible study had read this. Everyone else is born and raised in Christian families and in Christian churches. And they... Um, they just knew everything about the context and all the characters and stuff. And I was so lost, but um, it was just really struck me hard. It really struck true and rang true. So I'm going to have to go back and read and understand the context of it all. But I guess this lady, Hannah, um, she was the second wife of someone famous in the Bible. <laughs> but her name was Hannah and she's praying in the temple um, to God because she keeps not having kids. And... Um, she keeps not having kids. I think the age, she's like very old. She's starting like way past her childbearing years. So all hope is lost. And the other wife was the first wife was um, giving birth to, I think three or four, maybe even five kids and sons, which is also very important back in those days. Um, in ancient Judah, Judah, I think it was Judah. It might've been Northern Israel um, at the time, 3,000, 4,000 years ago. And She's praying to God, just, you know, can you please, I've been loyal, I've been faithful, and I just need one one, one kid, just one kid. He doesn't even have to be special. Just please give him to me. And 
the Lord rewards her for her faith and for her prayer and for her trust in him and for just always remaining hopeful, even through it all. Um, especially when a woman wasn't able to produce children, she was seen as like a witch. She was seen as like a curse or um, as someone who is unloyal or unfaithful. And she was just praying to God and eventually God rewarded her with Samuel who turned out to be a chosen one, a prophet, I believe. I'm not sure the right terminology. I think he was a prophet, but he turned out to be a special boy, <laughs> a truly special boy, and God had big plans for him. And so Hannah's praying in the temple, and she says, There is no one holy like our Lord, no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. Do not boast so proudly or let arrogant words come out of your mouth, for the Lord is a God of knowledge, and all actions are weighed by him. And the shepherd, our God, he knows our struggles. He is compassionate. He is patient. And he will reward those who remain close to him and trust in his plan. And that is here and now, there and later, or just someday eventually. And God's time is not our time. Uh, again, things can be mysterious. They can be confusing. It can lead to despair and um, hatred for the one who watches over us and takes care of us and has big plans for us now, then, later, or eventually. And if you just remain true, if you just remain hopeful and optimistic through it all, he will reward you. He truly will. It just sometimes requires some testing. <laughs> it requires faith, and he will test you with that. And the more you just stick true to him and stay close to the shepherd, the more you'll be rewarded and blessed in time. And I'll just end by saying this. Um, know that you are truly never alone. You, whoever's watching this, you as an individual, you are never alone. Even when you're physically alone, even when you're around people and you just feel an overwhelming sense of loneliness, know that you are never alone. You really aren't. We all struggle with our, in our own unique ways. Do not be afraid to call out to him. Um, if it's alone in your room, if it's in prayer in public, if it's just reading the Bible and just understanding and feeling it in your heart, don't be afraid to reach out to the word and reach out to him. He's there. He's ready. He's willing. He's calling to you. You know it. <laughs> I know you know it. Everyone knows it. You just reject it. You feel it. You listen to Satan's little corrupting thoughts and temptations and brainwashing and indoctrination and it becomes not cool or uneasy or scary to let go and, um, you know, repent and forgive and call upon a higher power to truly um, judge you and criticize you and also to ask for forgiveness from someone. It takes a lot. It takes a lot of strength and courage, but I know it's inside of you. You know it's inside of you, more importantly. And just ask him. Ask him for ears to hear and eyes to see, and he will reward you. He truly will. And also, I just want to say I'm here as well. I am always here to help. You can write me letters. You can send me DMs, private messages. I'll always respond with a, with a kind and honest, open heart. Um, if you're trolling me, whatever, I can see and understand it now. I'm like strong and confident and capable enough to just laugh it off. So bring it on. I don't really care. <laughs> I can block you or just give you sympathy if you need it. Um, but I'm also here to help guys. I truly am. If you need help, if you need guidance, if you need counseling, if you just need a friend to just be there for you and just listen to you, someone that's not your family or your friends that can just hear your personal problems, keep them private and give you advice or just listen, just be an open, honest, caring ear, set of ears and pair of eyes to just hear and help you. 
um, hit up my DMs at Sean V Planet or at Shawnee Corey. That's S E A N I E C O R Y on Twitter and Instagram, or S E A N V P L A N E T on Twitter and Instagram and Gab. I think I'm going to start using Gab more because Twitter is fake and gay. But also my PO box, you can write me handwritten letters, um, topics that you want me to cover on stream. I'm going to start at this point opening letters if you guys send them to me and um, cover the topics and questions you guys have for me that you want me to talk about on stream. If you want to send me Bible passages or books or anything to read, I would love and appreciate that. Any artwork you're doing, I would actually really like that. I'm going to soon in my apartment once I'm not lazy enough to actually call and get someone out to set up my internet in my new place. I'm going to have an apartment where I do my streams from and I want to have like your art back here. Not on this wall, but on my apartment wall. I want it here. I can't. I'm not smart enough to match that up. <laughs> I want your artwork here. Um, so send me cool stuff, any cool stuff you have. And uh, more importantly, if you just want to be pen pals, send letters back and forth to each other, old school communication style. Um, I will never share them. I'll keep them private and I'll respond with a handwritten letter. And you can send that to me. My name is S-E-A-N, last name C-O-R-Y, Sean Corey. Um, I like to spell it out because there's like six ways to spell each of those simple little names, but Sean Corey, S-E-A-N. C-O-R-Y, P.O. Box 330-172, Nashville, Tennessee, 37203. So send me stuff there. And um, before I get into questions and comments, it looks like you guys are active in the chat tonight. Um, follow my D here, DLive. If you're catching the replay, you can follow, you can catch me live. I'm going to be doing live streams every Thursday night, either 6 or 7 p.m. Central Time. Uh, I'm going to try to make it 7 regularly. But that's dlive.tv slash Sean V Planet for the live. Um, get in, ask me questions in the chat. We'll talk and converse. My motion sensor light went off. Um, how was that even possible? I was just doing motions. <laughs> how did that even just go off? Um, but yeah, you can catch all the replays if you are here live right now, or if you're on my YouTube channel, you can find me on the, my YouTube channel. But also, I prefer if you go to my BitChute and subscribe to my BitChute because they don't censor. They're not um, phony and fake Satan worshippers, um, at least the, not that I know of. But that's B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E dot com slash Sean V Planet. Um, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E dot com slash S-E-A-N-V-P-L-A-N-E-T. And you can catch all my audio podcasts on my channel feed, uh, Sean V. Planet. I'm not going to spell it out again, but Sean V. Planet channel on Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. And I kind of revamped my website, so check out my new website, Design Stuff. And let me know if it sucks. <laughs> and I'll, I'll update it some more. But that's S-E-A-N-V-P-L-A-N-E-T.com, SeanVPlanet.com. So check me out there. And let's see what's going on. Oh, man. Oh, man, I just missed you. Bearded Trucker Bear. Have a good night, brother. Thanks for tuning in. Says got to go. Catch you later. We'll see here. Um, Jerusha says, what's going on, Jerusha? How you doing? One of my moderators, longtime fan, keeps it real all the time, really good person, says, whoa, bro, you didn't ban me, did you? And um, no, 
but uh, do you want to get banned? <laughs> do you want to get banned? Uh, get. <laughs> no, Jerusha, you're in the right saloon. You're always in the right saloon here. Um, Bearded Trucker Bear says they only get to tell shit once, and you only get to ban them once. It's a fair trade. That is true. That is commerce in the 21st century. That is attention commerce, <laughs> for sure. Um, Jerusha says, hey, we knew what we knew, what you meant. Oh, responding to him. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Happy belated birthday. Yeah, I think that's what they say. That's what the people out there say. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm 29 years old. I turned 29 on January 21st. And so I have about 363 days left. 363 days left to um, not be 30 years old. So I got to really soak it in and appreciate still being in my 20s. Um, Bearded Trucker says, Bearded Trucker Bear says, in real life, Bible study is edifying. Iron sharpens iron. And yes, it's so true. I'm doing it for the first time, and it's amazing. I'm going to four Bible studies a week. <laughs> I'm going to an all men's one where I'm like the youngest guy there. It's all these old men and fathers and dudes. Just a bunch of like real dudes being dudes, like men being men. And um, I kind of joke around. I'm like, yeah, I need to learn how to be a man. <laughs> They're like, what? How are you? What? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm born and raised by atheist liberals in big cities of California, so – I need to learn how to actually be a man. And they're like, oh, okay, come on. Like taking me under their wing and teaching me about um, Daniel. We're covering Daniel on that. And I'm um, just talking about dude stuff and bro stuff and being dudes and bros. It's awesome. And then I have another Bible study with um, 25 to 35-year-olds, so just a kind of a group of my peers, um, mixed gender. It's really eye-opening so far. I've been to one session. Um, that's when they were talking about Samuel. It's all these people who are just very well-knowledged and well-versed and do a lot of research and reading in the Bible. So I'm going to be learning a lot from them for sure. And they're just good people. I went to lunch with them afterwards. It was awesome. They're funny. They're friendly. They're welcoming and inviting. They're cool people. And I'm going to learn a lot from them. Also, with my new friend group, all the dudes, all the dude bros in my friend group, um, a lot of them are married or have girlfriends. And a couple of us are single. And a couple of people are new. I'm new. And there's going to be two new people this week. So it's going to be kind of a new group. It used to be a very tight-knit group of four dudes being dudes together. And now it's going to be about eight dudes. So me and four new dudes and then the four OGs. And um, that's more just like conversation, hanging out, but just kind of like relating our personal lives and what's going on in the world and how it relates to scriptures and passages in the Bible. And it's been really eye-opening and really fulfilling and awesome. And the last one, the last group, my fourth group I go to is before my big um, Tuesday Cairo session. And I've been one so far, and they read Hebrews, so we're studying Hebrews and um, New Testament teachings and just kind of praying for each other and talking about life and talking about ways to improve. They do um, I will, so tasks, they, they do I will statements, so they do tasks they want to cover and talk about with each other and kind of struggles and goals that they have in their lives that they're working on and working towards. And we just kind of share and encourage each other. It's been really cool and fulfilling, but... Doing it in person has been so cool. <laughs> so awesome. My whole journey so far has just been me by myself with people in my life, like family and friends who aren't on this level, who aren't reading the Bible, who don't have God in their life, who aren't willing to like humble themselves and repent for their, their ills and their crimes and their sins and forgive each other, forgive others, forgive themselves and ask for forgiveness from above. 
So I've kind of been just doing this all, like reading on my own and looking up stuff and listening to podcasts and praying and having a relationship myself silently. But I'm finally like with people that are knowledgeable and smart and caring and loving and people who've been there before, who've studied this stuff their whole life. They're willing to sit down in a room with me and just hold my hand through the whole experience and teach me how to pray out loud and teach me how to you know, pray for others and teach me just how to like help each other and reach out and communicate the word of the gospels and the word of the Bible itself with and for each other. And it's just been so amazing, guys. It's been so spiritually fulfilling. It's been a good journey of knowledge, um, just seeking really useful, practical knowledge and refining my strength of the Bible. And as I read the Bible for the first time, it's been really eye-opening and fulfilling. Um, fulfilling here and here. It's been awesome. So you're right, buddy. Bearded Trucker Bear, my boy. Uh, it is edifying and iron does sharpen iron. The wall is undefeated. Shaunaverse, what's going on? My boy, my moderator, Shaunaverse. Thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in. Um, ban anyone, any of the gammas you see. I entrusted you with a lot of power here in my chat room. Don't let me down. And keep sending me links and stuff. I don't always get to all of them. I don't have time. I usually check Instagram on my work breaks. So I usually don't have time to check your long things. But set, keep sending me stuff in, the DM, in, my, in our DM conversation, our private message conversation, because... Uh, I want to eventually, when I have free time someday, I want to go through and binge watch and listen to everything you send me. Um, so keep that up, and I thank you and appreciate you. And Bitter Trucker Bear says that's the right way to go about it. Mock, block, and move on. <laughs> yep. Mock them and block them, boys. <laughs> Mock them and block them and then pray for them. Forgive them, for they are suffering and for they will be judged, for sure. But mock them and block them on the, on the socials. All them thirsty boys that need some water, some quenching, and all those e-girls that need uh, strong males in their life. And Bearded Trucker says it's awesome not owning anyone, owing anyone anything, even on an energetic level. That's very true. That is very true. When your debts are paid, it's so spiritual. Spiritually rewarding and fulfilling. Um, so I guess I'm going to end it there. I'm going to go talk to my work, my, my work buddy who stormed in and barged in on me uh <laughs> it's not like i had a sign on the door or anything and i'm kind of in a public place that's not his fault don't blame him and don't mock me for being awkward and eager and weird about it but uh yeah i'm gonna go say hi to my friend and i have another friend outside working a front desk i'm gonna go talk to and learn some more stuff about the bible and talk to him just in general about the gospels and the word and cool stuff so um yeah thank you i appreciate it um dutch is it oh man thanks for the lemon you got my first lemon what's going on <laughs> um from i think it's dutch american right is that what it means or does it mean german american Deutscher americaner americaner i appreciate that my dog thanks for the lemon i'm gonna cry <laughs> It's my first lemon. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I think it's German-American. You said it's German, but it looks like it would be Dutch. But Deutscher Amerikaner, Amerikaner. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, anyone my D-Live, you can send me lemons. I don't really know. Apparently, it's money. I don't know how any of that works or how that stuff works. Um, German-American, yeah. Right on. Hell yeah, bro. 
Welcome. Welcome to America. <laughs> thanks for being here. Thanks for having lemons to send me. That's dope. Um, yeah, dude, Germany's dope and based. And Germany, Germany, Germans got a lot of things right throughout the years. Let's just put let's just put it that way. You know, they've they've done some really cool stuff throughout the years. And they've done some bad stuff. Don't get me wrong. They've done some bad stuff, but they've also done some really cool stuff too. So shout out German Americans. Um, I think I'm like one eighth German. Uh, my grandma's last, one of my grandma's last name was Schaff, 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 We said Schaff, but I think it might be Schaff. And her nickname was Vita, which was an Italian thing. So I think she was like Italian German. And, um, I'm pretty sure that's a little bit, I have a little bit of German blood, but I think the rest of my family is just a whole bunch of Irish, just Irish and then one little English. And it's just like, <laughs> like this is just leprechaun. That's pretty much what I am. And I'm like a little bit of German there, a little bit of touch of the touch of the German in there. So I have a little touch of respect for Germany and what they've done throughout the years and shout out. Thank you. Derm Dutch German, um, Dutch German. Thank you. German American. Deutscher Amerikaner, thank you. And thanks everyone for tuning in, either live or on the replays. I appreciate it. Again, this was live stream 13. As always, keep the faith, stay loyal, be hopeful, and blessings will rain down on you. Your life will improve here, and God will reward you. And again, if you want to, if you want to make a pen pal relationship, send me topics, questions, artwork, books, anything you want me to see or hear, um, send me to me, S-E-A-N-C-O-R-Y, P.O. Box 330-172, Nashville, Tennessee, 37203, uh, dlive.com slash slash shambiplanet, and shambiplanet on all the bullshit. Right on. Thank you. One last burp. One last burpy boy. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it, and have a great week. I'll see you next Thursday. Thank you.